Hello and welcome to Legendary Leaders, the podcast. My name is Kathleen O'Sullivan and I am the host of this show. And together with a wide range of legendary leaders and experts in the field of leadership of self and others, we are going to explore concepts and ideas that show you how you can move past potential fears, negative self-talk and constant doubts in order to encourage you to becoming a legendary leader yourself with far more natural impact, influence and inspiration. We want you to be you, to be at your best and to show up in the most authentic way. So are you ready for it? Well, welcome once again to Legendary Leaders, the podcast. Hello and welcome to today's episode and I have a special one for you. It's a continuation of the overall topic of direct communication, in particular direct communication as a female leader. And you may remember the last episode when I spoke about understanding the power of direct communication. Why is it actually a necessity to express yourself openly, transparently, and directly. What are the risks? What are the perceptions? Yeah, that was a brief introduction into the topic. Today, we are going ever so slightly deeper because we are going to be focusing on overcoming your fears and obstacles. I don't know about you, but I often had this self-doubt in my mind, um, thinking about how may I be coming across, stepping over the line, or am I expressing myself clearly? Am I being too harsh? Am I being too soft? And so on and so forth. Because the more feedback you get, the more you work also with a variety of cultures, the more you explore yourself, who you truly are, and how you can live a more authentic life, the more frazzled you may be becoming. And that's definitely something I have experienced. And it took me a little bit of time and support as well by coaches, friends, supervisors, and so on and so forth to really understand who I am, how I express myself, and what really lands well at the same time by being very, very authentic and real. And actually, the moment I noticed what makes me me, what makes me unique, the moment I noticed when I'm at my best, that was the moment when I could communicate in a way that felt true and yet landed well as well. And there were moments that were very direct and there were moments that were softer, but it came more naturally to me. And one step I had to take was to truly identify and understand what fears I was holding inside of me. And that is definitely something we are going to be focusing on today. I'm going to be adding uh, or sharing with you a few questions for reflection. As always, please feel free to pause the episode and to have a think about it, take notes, uh, write down a few of your reflections, perhaps follow up questions that you may be having as well that you would like to share with me after you have listened to this show. So whatever feels right for you, feel free to share it, feel free to do it. And most importantly, my hope is just that you get a lot out of it and deepen your understanding of self. One part of it is your communication style. Have you ever been told you are too direct, 
you are too honest, you are too much. These are the words that can hold anybody back, really, but in particular women. And um, research has shown that women will hear personality-focused feedback far more frequently than men. For women, it's over 70% where we will be sitting in performance reviews, for example, and feedback is focused on personality, right? You are too abrupt, you are too emotional, you are too direct, whatever it is. For men, it is 1%. 1% is personality-focused. Yeah. So these are words that echo in our minds as we climb corporate ladders and try to shatter glass ceilings. They still exist. Oh, yes. Many may try to mute our voices, perhaps dim our lights and dilute our power to make our voices heard. But as leaders and in, in all fairness, as humans, we want to be liked. We all want to be liked. We crave acceptance and love, yet seek achievement and status. But you don't have to just choose one or the one or the other. By facing our fears, we can actually pull back the curtain and realize how much bigger, stronger, and more powerful we all are than what's against us. So, Let's identify what are some common fears and obstacles. Despite the progress we have made as a society in promoting gender equality, we as women often face challenges and obstacles when it comes to direct communication. When we speak our minds, we fear being seen as aggressive or even bossy. We could use the other B word as well from time to time. We watch our favorite rom-coms where the lovable leading lady is just soft and gentle and passive in her communication. Oh, goodness me. And it's all pink and colorful and so lovely, isn't it? And at the same time, the other woman in uh, that rom-com is usually harsh, direct, very career-focused and brutally honest. It's very black and white, isn't it? And it really can be hard to shake off these stereotypes. So as women, we uh, are often socialized to be empathetic and accommodating. We are taught to prepare and hold space for others, not take it up ourselves, which can be a huge strength, by the way, as well. So direct communication can feel uncomfortable or unnatural to others with these biases, whether implicit or explicit. We fear we won't be liked by our female colleagues when we are confident. We fear our male peers won't accept us when we match their boldness. We offend others with our tone and directness. Many tell us to soften our message or hold back on honesty. Don't be so honest, is perhaps the phrase you might hear. This can eventually lead us down the painful path of people-pleasing. Changing yourself, bending out of shape to make others feel more comfortable. And in the process, we become comfortable. Yet this doesn't mean we need no filter. I firmly believe you can be direct while still embodying calm, patience, understanding, care, all of this beautiful stuff. You can challenge others empathetically, showing humility and understanding while holding true to honesty, boldness and growth. 
As we stride past these initial challenges of stereotypes and people-pleasing, we find ourselves at an impasse of balance. How can you be empathetic and direct? And first, as so often, we really need to reflect upon our mindset and start there. So, what are some of those strategies to overcome self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and the need to be liked? I genuinely love the concept by Kim Scott that's called Radical Candor. I have no doubt that a few of you, if not even all of you, might have heard about it before. If not, that's not a problem at all. But she expresses this combination of empathy, of care, and directness so beautifully. She says, radical candor is the place where we care personally. We have a real interest in somebody's growth, in somebody's improvement, in somebody's uh, career progression, whatever it is. And we demonstrate that care. We are basically not being a dick, right, to be very blunt. And on the other hand, we challenge directly. We say it as it is. According to Dr. Briony Brown, there is an additional element to that. And that element means that we talk to people, not about people. So if we want to share some feedback, if we feel challenged by somebody's behavior or something they have said, we are not approaching everybody else around us and start to bitch about them or anything like that. No, we have a chat with them. We share our perception, what we noticed, the impact it had on ourselves. You all know the rules of feedback. Yeah, and talk to the people in a very timely manner as well. And I really personally like it. And I haven't been perfect in this place at all. I received some very radical candor and sometimes just some brutal honesty, in all fairness, to help me realize when my communication indeed didn't show the care at all. And I needed to hear that as well in order to become more aware of what I needed to improve, how I could progress in the end and most importantly, how I could take people with me on a journey. And it was really important for me to hear that. So I've learned a lot in the last, in particular, 10 years, I'd say, to get to the point where it comes to me more naturally and authentically. Today's podcast is sponsored by Inner Professional Online Training Programs. With courses geared specifically for legendary leaders, Inner Professional provides an extraordinary catalogue of leadership and professional development programs unlike any online training you've experienced before. Hone your conscious and authentic leadership skills with peer group networking communities, direct engagement with life experts, and a wealth of compelling, easy to engage on demand content. Learn more at kathleenmerkel.com slash innerprofessional. Women are often praised for being agreeable, nurturing and supportive. And it can be scary to go against that expectation. As I said before, and we want to be or we want to present ourselves as good people, you know, supporting others and so on and so forth. On our leadership journey, we often battle with self-doubt. It's one thing to receive feedback on our work, but it's another to get backlash on who we are as a person. It's easy to doubt ourselves when we are told we are too direct. And the key is to remember that no one can define you but you. Take feedback the way you give it, focusing on the lesson 
and action you can apply to move forward. For every negative feedback you receive, go back and find a positive one. And I would also challenge to ask for feedback on a regular basis because the nature of human beings lies, unfortunately, in that, that we focus on negative things first. So we are prone to focus on what has gone wrong instead of, hey, what successes have we created? And how often do you receive some really valuable, great positive feedback? Now, I'm not talking about praise here. Praise is, hey, well done, amazing job. Yeah, useful from time to time. But if shared too often, um, it lacks credibility. Feedback is detailed, evidence-based, frequent, very, very clear. And we take an action item away from it. If you are facing imposter syndrome, remind yourself why you deserve to be here in the role you hold. Make perhaps a folder containing all the positive feedback you've received in your career and turn to it when your self-doubt creeps in again. Above all, don't let yourself be the editor of their words. Someone might have said to you that you were too direct, but you can choose to not let that one sentence define your whole career. Perhaps you want to ask that person, what does too direct mean? How did it show? What was the impact it had? Because the one message I don't want to share here is never accept feedback, never listen to it, absolutely listen to it. But make sure you get feedback and information that can help you, help you either believe in the fact that directness in this situation was needed and purposeful and actually had a very useful impact. Or perhaps where can I fine-tune and slightly adjust my communication style in order to influence even more effectively going forward? I hope you hear even in my voice that the goal is also to bring more ease into your communication, not overthink, not overdefine, not trying to meet everybody's needs. And in the end, we completely forget who we actually are and what we stand for. I say it for the third or even fourth time, authenticity is key. Always challenge your negative thoughts before you accept them as a fact. And I say it again, if you receive feedback, don't let what people say imply, generalize or tear yourself down. And I've already shared with you a few tips that I would apply in order to make sure you understand that feedback in far more detail. Remember, it is not your job description to be liked. Of course, as a leader and as a human, it's easier to gain trust of your followers, your stakeholders, your friends, and so on and so forth, or friends to be, when they accept you. But focus on the benefits of your direct communication styles, such as increased efficiency, better problem solving, and trusting relationships. Coming back to radical candor, it will help people get a feeling for you. What you stand for, what your values are, your expectations, your boundaries. People need some transparency. We feel drawn to people who feel real to us. And I rather know what somebody is like, what they need, how I best communicate with them, then always second guessing. And radical candor, in this case, direct communication can really help with that. Make an effort to deliver positive feedback with the same honesty and clarity as constructive feedback as well. So you can role model these behaviors really nicely. 
learn to like yourself as a leader before trying to get others to like you as a leader. So easily done, isn't it? Or easily said. Not that easily done, actually. So question for you. What are the challenges of hiding the truth, of not being open and direct? What are the challenges of hiding the truth, of not being open and direct? Feel free to pause this podcast here and now, have a think about it, make some notes. And as I said earlier on, feel free to share them perhaps as well. While keeping the peace and avoiding conflict seems like the easier option, it can cause more harm than good in the long run. When we hide the truth, resentment and distrust can easily grow. People might also assume the worst. When the facts are up for interpretation, we create a breeding ground for misunderstandings and missed opportunities. I hear about that so often where people are in this place of huge ambiguity And I don't quite know what's going to happen and what people mean and how they need to interpret situations. It creates uh, a real insecure feeling. Directness is synonymous with openness. Indirect communication closes us off from others. It can also erode our self-confidence and self-esteem as we are changing and hiding our authentic selves. And this is a one-way ticket to imposter syndrome. It's easy to feel like we are imposters when we aren't true to ourselves. Yeah, So there's basically no other choice but to really, really hone into your direct communication style, if that's um, your go-to style. But what is it we need to watch out for when being open and direct? There are a few things I already highlighted during this episode, but also the last one. But perhaps take a moment to again think about that question. What to watch out for when being open and direct? Another opportunity to pause the podcast and to have a think and reflection time. It's important to know how we communicate. There's no question about that. It's not just about the message, but mainly about the delivery, the pace, the tone of voice. If we see each other, then obviously gestures, facial expressions, all of that uh, plays a huge role. Our body language can convey just as much, if not even more, meaning as our words. And research has shown that up to 90% of our communication is nonverbal. So focusing on that is essential. You can be honest without being harsh and bold, without being blunt. Before you speak, clarify your intention. Really think about what it is you want to get out of that message. How do you want the receiver or the listener to feel? For example, most feedback isn't given to belittle or criticize, but to empower and improve. I don't believe that anybody goes to work to play people down. I hope so, at least. Please don't take my hope away. Focus on this and your tone and body language will follow. Finally, we need to be prepared for pushback or resistance. Some people might not be comfortable with your direct approach, and that's absolutely okay. Be mindful of your communication, clarifying your intentions and asking follow-up questions instead of getting defensive. Defensiveness puts our walls up right away. Directness, in its healthiest, strongest form, requires openness. When we become defensive, 
we close ourselves off, entering the realm of harshness rather than honesty or passive aggressive behavior that may show in this moment as well. Remember, directness is your strength. It's a tool. It may take practice, but you can yield this gift to uplift, encourage, and lead others boldly and beautifully. And by recognizing these challenges and developing strategies to overcome them, you can become a more confident and authentic communicator. Being open and direct can build stronger relationships and create a culture of honesty, trust, and authenticity. So, as we are approaching the end of this um, second short solo episode, I'm going to leave you with an invitation. The invitation to share questions with me that you may be having about overcoming the obstacles and fears of direct communication. Perhaps you want to share some real experiences and situations that you find tricky to navigate. Feel free to send me an email to um, cmc at kathleenmerkelcoaching.com. Let me know about it. We can jump on a call or have an email exchange to help you through that situation because I have a real interest in you ah, living and breathing your direct communication and standing up for yourself. What are we going to discuss in the next episode? Well, we're going to talk about the battle of sexes, communication styles of our male colleagues in comparison to our communication styles. And I'm being a little bit provocative here with the battle of sexes. Uh, In the end, it would be lovely to get an understanding for the different communication styles we all hold and make use of them, learn from them, complement one another. And these are just some of the topics we will be covering in the next show. So stay tuned. Uh, I hope I'm going to have you listening in again next time. And thank you so much for sharing your ears with me here today. Have a wonderful remaining week. Speak to you soon again. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Legendary Leaders podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then remember to subscribe to the show either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or my website, www.kathleenmerkel.com. I would also love to hear from you to discover what topics you'd like to hear more about, what topics really resonated with you, and how you're enjoying the show in general. Perhaps you have some ideas for additional topics, something that you're truly curious about. Please do leave your review on Apple Podcasts as well. It would mean the world to us. Thank you so much and speak to you again next time. Take good care. Bye.